Hey, 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 beautiful people. What is up? What is going on? (laughs) It's like a blast from the past. I'm sure y'all are like, who is this person? What is going on? Where have you been? (laughs) Remember me? (laughs) Uh, But no, in honor of Throwback Thursday, I thought it fitting to throw back to that time when I started a podcast. (laughs) It's been a hot minute, longer than that, honestly. But if y'all are out there, thank y'all for listening. And welcome back to another episode of the Growing Through It podcast. I'm Jocelyn, also known as at I'm Just Jocelyn on IG or Instagram, whatever. Uh, to the old and to the new listeners, hey y'all. <laughs> so the last time I was in these podcast streets, I was joined by my ravishing mother at Rosa Higgins 4 on IG. And we talked about growing through the stigma of therapy. It was a great episode and a leap in the right direction for my mother as far as her desire to go back to therapy. We we also heard her views on what she thought therapy was and who it was for back when she was a kid. So if y'all listened to that episode uh, or haven't yet, please do take a listen because it was a wonderful conversation, honestly. If y'all listened to it already, run that back. We like the plays. <laughs> anyway, um, today, I won't lie, I'll give a disclaimer. If y'all are listening at work or in a public place, you might want to save this one for later because it could trigger you. <laughs> Today's episode is titled Growing Through Grief. I will be talking about the five to seven stages of grief, so that could include some of the overwhelming scenarios of loss, and I know that's a lot for some people. Some people do not like tackling you know, their feelings, especially when they're at work, on the way to work, leaving work, whatever it may be, um, but do please find some time to listen to this episode. Uh, I personally have experienced loss in my life of a close family member. My mother mentioned in the last episode, her husband, my father, passed away in 2021, and it's two years later, and my entire family is still maneuvering through the stages of grief. Thank God it's manageable, but life keeps lifing. (laughs) All the while, you're trying to keep your bearings, and full transparency uh, due to two different losses I experienced more recently, like earlier this month. I've been a bit MIA, just trying to take the time I needed, and I'm a (laughs) crybaby. Those that really know me know that that about me, so I needed time for me to just be able to get through this topic today, and my therapist encouraged me to use this episode as a journal entry, so that is what I'm going to do. Uh, However, I'm a person that's extremely fascinated in understanding my feelings and the feelings of others. So I took to the internets and did some research on the stages of grief. And I stumbled upon an article on Healthline.com titled The Stages of Grief and What to Expect, written by Kimberly Holland and medically reviewed by Dr. Lori Lorenz. So that is where I'll be pulling most of my research from while also providing my own interpretation from my personal experience with grief with grief and uh you know I guess now let's get into it. 
So it is said to be five stages of grief, which are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Everyone will experience some type of grief in their lives, whether it be a death of a loved one, a breakup, a loss of a job, etc. And and one thing is for certain, y'all, and that is that change is inevitable. And sometimes it's hard to accept change, especially if it feels devastating. And it's important to note that grief is not linear. It's messy, y'all. Or at least it can be, and it follows no timeline. You might cry. You might get angry. You might get aggressive. You might go inward and ostracize yourself from others, becoming a recluse. Grief looks different on everyone. It's not wrong to feel various emotions. Now, some people say there are five stages of grief, and others say there are seven. Either way, it's challenging, and each individual's experience can be different. However, there are some commonalities. So this is taken from the Healthline.com. Uh, in 1969, a Swiss-American psychiatrist named Elizabeth Kubler-Ross wrote in her book on death and dying that grief could be divided into five stages. And her observations were drawn from her time working with terminally ill people. So later on, two more stages of grief were added, which which is you know basically why some people will say that there are seven stages of grief. So now before I go through these stages, I want to tell you again that your personal experiences with grief are not linear. It's not in any particular order. You can experience some of these emotions. You might even skip a stage or you might not even experience a stage at all. So think of this as a feelings wheel <laughs> to at least, you know, give a name to how you're feeling and understand yourself a bit better. Okay, so that being said, let's dive in into like, you know, the different stages of grief. So the identified Five stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Again, at some point in your life, you will experience some type of grief. That's life for you. But there are so many different things to experience in life as well. So let's not get caught up in the mantra that life is bad. All of it sucks because that's certainly not true. It is all about perspective, y'all. So stage one, denial. Let's tackle the denial stage because grief is so overwhelming and sometimes even debilitating. We may sometimes try to deny it altogether. Just pretending that it's not happening is a real thing. Being in denial gives you more time to gradually process what is happening. I know when I first receive life altering news, I'm in shock, y'all. I just can't believe it. And that's me trying to process the harsh reality. So in denial, you know, it's more common of like a defense mechanism to protect yourself from severity of the situation, you know, from that severe situation that you're experiencing. It's intense. So leaving out this stage can be difficult because you're coming to terms with what happened and it can also be extremely heavy. So many people may seek out professional assistance from either psychiatrists, psychologists, therapists, and even grief counselors to find ways to cope with your new reality. And for example, in the, in the denial stage and dealing with a breakup, you might find yourself saying they're just upset or in some instances they are PMSing. <laughs> 
uh, you know, we'll be good tomorrow when that's not the case. Or if dealing with job loss, you might say they are wrong. They need to be, they need me to be for this. Uh, they need me to be in this position. They will call me back, you know, tomorrow when the truth is depending on really what state you're in, some employees, uh, employers don't even have, you know, to give you an explanation. They can just give you the boot. So when confronted with, you know, the death of a loved one, you might say they aren't gone. They will open their eyes. When I call them, they will answer or somebody is lying that, you know, they aren't they aren't dead. They're still here. Even in the circumstance of being diagnosed with a terminal illness, you know, some people might not accept the results and think that they are wrong. You know, all those results are wrong. Them doctors wrong. <laughs> you know, however, always, you know, saying always get a, you know, I always say always get another opinion. That's my opinion. But when the second or third opinion is the same results, it's hard to accept it. And, you know, you might begin your plan to possibly combat the illness and, and not accepting, you know, the fate, which I think happens a lot in black and Latinx cultures where we refuse the news and either deflect and neglect or stand up and fight it all together, you know, like fight it with everything we got. Or my favorite one is pray it away. Now, you know, don't get me wrong, prayer works. And, you know, that does happen a lot, especially again in the Black and Latinx cultures. But again, we are talking about the very real stages of grief. And sometimes prayer needs a little bit more assistance, you know? And stage two, anger. In the anger stage, you're more so putting up a facade or a front masking how you truly feel. So, you know, your anger could be redirected at other people. You know, for instance, your anger could be directed at your loved ones that, you know, want or trying to be there for you. Like, you know, they want the best for you. It could also be directed at an old manager, an ex, or even the loved ones that passed on. So with anger, you're hiding the, you know, with the anger, you are hiding the strong and maybe even confusing emotions and pain that you're carrying. So your anger can even be aimed at tangible objects like a phone, a chair, a brick, you know, going back to the whole bust your windows out your car, Jasmine Sullivan. (laughs) Uh, But no, also in all seriousness, shout out to Jasmine Sullivan, who just recently lost her mother to her long battle with cancer. So prayers and condolences and good vibes out to her and her family because that's hard as tough f cancer y'all it's it sucks but yeah all prayers out to her but no you know listen when we are angry all law lo- all logic goes out the window it goes out the door and your feelings are intense and sometimes you just don't know where to put them some people redirect their anger in more healthy outlets like going to work out or writing in a journal others need to throw or hit something (laughs) anger can also mask itself in the form of resentment and bitterness and it doesn't have to be all just outright anger and rage again you might not even experience this stage of grief or you could linger for weeks months or even years in this stage but eventually it will subside and your feelings will be less aggressive there is always hope y'all always Some examples of anger is saying things like, I hate them. How could they do this to me? You know, when in terms of a breakup with job loss, you might say something like, they aren't even a good manager anyway. 
poor managerial skills. <laughs> I'm going to write them a poor review on Glassdoor, you know, <laughs> take it to the, take it to the online streets, give that bad review. But, um, with death of a loved one, you might say if they look, if they took better care of themselves and, and watched their health, this would not have happened. And with the terminal illness, you might say, is there even a God? Why would God do this to me? If you're spiritual, you know, or a religious person, or if not, like, you know, you could say, I hate my life and this body, why me? So that's all tough. It's real hard, but again, it gets better, y'all. It gets better, but let's move on to the third stage, bargaining. In the bargaining stage, you may feel emotions of helplessness and vulnerability, just exposed and lost. So you begin to create excuses for what's happening. So you might start with the what if statements. For instance, you know, for spiritual folks or like our religious folks, we might start praying and bargaining with God, making promises we aren't sure we can keep. But because we are so desperate to feel better, we might say things like, God, if you get me through this, I promise I'll go to church more, call my mom more, I'll be a better person. (laughs) But, you know, sometimes it's not the truth. It's just we need some relief. And the bargaining stage is yet another defense mechanism in trying to postpone the grief or even just negate it altogether. You're also trying to make sense of it and relieve yourself of the confusion or possible guilt you might feel. Like for a breakup, you might say, if I spent more time with them, vacation more or had a better job, if I was more fit, they would not have left me. For a job loss, you might say, if only I worked harder, put in overtime, took my initiative and led more projects, maybe they would have not fired me. In death, Of a loved one, you might say, if only we had hung out more, I should have called them more. If I had have spoken up about their possible health risk, they would have still been here today. And in a terminal illness, you know, case, you might say, if only I had gone to the doctor sooner, I could have fought it or caught it earlier. If only I had been eating, you know, better eating habits or exercise more, this wouldn't be happening and I would have stopped this. Trying to negotiate your way out of the hard truth is a real thing, but it might not always work that way, you know, but it is a true feeling and it's one of them stages of grief. Now, in the fourth stage, depression. And in the depression stage, and in, and really, in my opinion, the most common stage, you, you may basically isolate yourself in order to cope with the magnitude of the situation. You might seek out therapy or someone might encourage you to go. You may feel hopeless and fragile. I think in this stage, from my own experience, it's so many negative emotions wrapped up into one that you're feeling constantly. You know, to me, I'm denying, I'm angry, I'm bargaining, I'm overanalyzing, I'm eating poorly, I'm immobile, I'm down bad, (laughs) y'all. So depression, depression might feel like, you know, the end all be all of grief. However, if you do feel stuck here, this is definitely when professional help is needed. You know, call or get someone, someone, okay, to call 
uh, a mental health expert to help you grow through this stage and, and cope with your new reality. You know, in some, in some examples of things you might say or feel when dealing with a breakup in this stage, in the depression stage, you might say, why go on at all? You know, I'm not good enough. No one wants me. And like the job loss aspect, you might say to yourself or to others, how do I go forward from here? You know, what next? Will I get let go from another job too? And that can bring on a sense of anxiety. You know, anxiety can develop from that. You know, you might fear just taking that next step or putting yourself out there, taking the risk again to go forth and go out and get a new job. So when growing through a death of a loved one in this stage, you might think, who am I without them here? Also, how can I keep going without them? Who will I talk to? And in a terminal illness case, you might feel like, so this is how my life ends, this illness taking me out. I know with my dad, you know, it was a lot of, dang, I really wish we had caught this sooner. I really wish he had went to the doctor sooner or to the hospital sooner. But at the end of the day, you know, what can you do? Um, you know, I definitely encourage encourage seeking out help from a mental health professional because depression can lead to suicidal thoughts and ideations or even, you know, bestowing harm on yourself and others, you know, self-inflicted harm or harm on others. So definitely reach out to someone you trust, you know, if you can't pick up the phone yourself, because I know like depression could be debilitating and, you know, ask them to help you through this hard time because it may it may be just too hard to do anything. It might be hard to muster up the strength to to do something about it, but it is imperative that you do. So ask a friend, a loved one. I know it might be a lot to hold for them, but you know, this is the time when you pick on your strong friends or your strong family members to just say, hey, I'm not okay. I'm not doing okay. I need help to to help me get through this and grow through it. So stage five, acceptance. In the acceptance stage, it's like beginning the healing portion of grief, per se, or even, you know, the uplifting stage of grief. But I like to think it is starting to take the step in the right direction of continuing to move forward. And it means that you have accepted the loss and have come to understand what it means in your life now. You may not or you may now even have an entirely different outlook on life. And that way is, you know, in which you choose to live it. So in the way you choose to live your life moving forward. You've had a major change in your life and that upends the way you feel about many things. Your perspective, your mindset, your values, your beliefs, all could change in this stage. And acceptance is understanding that there may be more good days than bad days. Those bad days might look ugly, stank, (laughs) just overall horrendous, but it's okay because you still have those good days. For example, in a breakup, you may come to the conclusion that this was a healthy decision for the both of us. Who knows? We may be able to find our way back to each other or we may be able to be friends and find love again. For a job loss, you may begin to think, I can find another job. I have amazing skills. Maybe that job wasn't the right fit for me. I learned from that experience and maybe this is a chance to change my career. Uh, For death, Of a loved one, you can think, I'm so blessed and fortunate to have known them, laugh with them, spend time with them, go on adventures with them. 
I'll always have those beautiful memories so I can continue to remember this beautiful person and the life they lived. And for terminal illness, you could say, I can be intentional about living my life to the fullest no matter how long I have. I will make every day count. You can pull out the bucket list and really start crossing things off. Open up a GoFundMe, get reckless at the mouth and just say, hey, I have two months to live. I could do it. No, but (laughs) just kidding, y'all. But you could look at it like an opportunity to do and say everything you might have been too afraid to do and say. Okay, so now that we went through the five stages of grief and some examples of what they may look or feel like, let's get into the seven stages of grief really quickly. It's basically the same as the five stages of grief, but as two more stages, um, that being upward turn and reconstruction. So let's, so you know, you still have pain, but it goes hand in hand with guilt. You may feel that the loss is unbearable and that you're making other people's lives harder because of your feelings and needs. You know, then you still have anger and bargaining group, and that's grouped together, actually. And you may lash out, telling God or a higher power that you'll do anything they ask if they'll grant you relief from these feelings of this situation. Then you have depression. This may be a period of isolation and loneliness um, during which you process and reflect on the loss. And then, you know, now you have the new identified stage of the upward turn. At this point, the stages of grief like anger and pain have died down and you're left in a more calm and relaxed state. Then the other added stage, reconstruction and working through, or like I like to say, growing through it, you can begin to put pieces of your life back together and move forward. And lastly, acceptance and hope. This stage, this is a very gradual acceptance of the new life uh, and the new lo- and the new way of life, rather, and feeling of possibility for the future. So it's good. So grief is challenging, y'all, <laughs> all around. No matter how you slice it, no matter what stage of grief you're experiencing, I don't believe there is a stage harder than the other. But you grow and learn more about yourself through it all. You have to want to survive, hold on evaluate your perspective, look at your situation through an optimistic lens, but also allow yourself to feel all at the same damn time. It's a freaking wizardry. It's, it's freaking wizardry, y'all. I'm, I'm serious. It's, it's like the touch of the wand, but, but it is possible to grow through it all. Better days will come. You just have to hold on. You owe it to yourself. Write it down, put it in a song, an art, get a healthy hobby, get a pet, get a get out of nature, you know, do all the things that make you feel good, but find a healthy balance. None of it will be easy. I promise you that. But again, it's possible because you are possible. All right. So there's always hope, y'all. Always hope. Now, the call to action. For this week, honestly, just have grace with yourselves. Please, 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 please have grace with yourselves. I challenge all of you to say at least five to seven amazing things about yourself and even the grief you experienced for the next week, you know, so Monday through Sunday next week, you know, even if you're repeating those five to seven positives each day, that's okay. Find the good in your grief. 
pull those wonderful memories out, especially those moments in time that made you smile. You know, we love to smile. Show them, show them teeth, okay? <laughs> so, yes, you might cry. You might bring up all those stages of grief, but that just means you're doing it right and you're growing your EQ, you know, your emotional intelligence. So, good luck, y'all. You can do it. And so now for some books, some book recommendations for this episode, um, Grieving While Black, an Anti-Racist Take on Oppression and Sorrow by Brisha Wade. The next one is Notes on Grief by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. I probably butchered her name, but I'm sure y'all know her. Feminist. <laughs> she was uh, actually you know, featured on one of Beyonce's songs. Um then the last book, The Pain We Carry by Natalie Y. Gutierrez. I hope I said that name right too, because Spanish still trying to work on that. But anyway, um, the three podcast recommendations that I have, Small Doses. Uh, the particular episode is Side Effects of Healing After Loss with Maya J and host, obviously, Amanda Seals. Then also The Friend Zone, episode 375, The Fifth Member, with hosts Hey Friend Hey, Hey Asante, and Dustin Ross. And then one of my other podcasts that I really like is um, Can't Afford Therapy. That's with Antoinette, um, Josh, and Savon. Just go through the whole the whole list. I just did a, a whole a complete deep dive through all of their episodes. I just finished it probably like last week. And I absolutely love the podcast. I can't wait till they come back. I can't wait for season two. So, you know, it's the season's over. So you guys can just pretty much go through all of them. So y'all have some stuff. Now, this next portion of the show uh, is normally the lighter portion. <laughs> but we are talking about grief, y'all. So I wanted to play songs that dealt with certain stages of grief that I personally experienced. And when I'm in my feelings or want to get in my feelings, some songs, I swear, they just hit different. They just say all of what I'm feeling or what I grew through or still growing through. So um, the first one, I opened the show off with this. Um, it's a song by Cleo Soul. First of all, absolutely love her. She's so dope. Uh, she's like this eclectic mix of so many different cultures, and she just exudes this radiant voice it's just pretty it's clear it cuts through um and this one is called know that you are loved so let me cue that one up for y'all giving me a second because i'm my own engineer yeah <laughs> and again i'm saying this to, it's also stalling but saying this to say you know there are so many great songs out there and maybe this might not be the song for you. But sometimes I say, you know, again, some people don't pray. Some people aren't really religious or spiritual, but music is their outlet. And music is definitely one of mine along with prayer. You know, I use all the all the, you know, different outlets for me. So um, again, this one is Know That You Are Loved by Cleo Soul. Oh. 
And you know, y'all, sometimes it's it's really just those words that you have to repeat to yourself, you know, uh, just to remember it, especially when you're growing through a tough time and you need time to process their feelings. It's a real thing, you know, it's a real thing. And I definitely encourage all of you to find a song, maybe if you don't have the words to to really just express how you're feeling and you know the first stage you know we were talking about was uh you know bargaining was it bargaining oh god now I gotta go back to my to my notes (laughs) but again it's not like grief is is not linear you know it doesn't necessarily because I mentioned a stage does not mean that that's the first stage that you might experience you might skip to anger right away you might skip to depression you know you might you might go straight to acceptance right away if you're really good with uh experience with grief or especially when you've experienced a certain kind of grief like like loss of a loved one but no you know denial really is the first one um that comes up in in grief and you sometimes might deny the fact that you know you are deserving of love and that you love yourself so definitely listen to music i encourage you know if music is your thing or um, you know, you enjoy music or you go to music, find those songs that really uplift you, that give you courage, or even that's like giving you the kind of feelings that you're feeling right now in the moment. Because <laughs> listen, there are some songs that, you know, I I get pissed, you know, I'm, I'm when I'm mad or pissed, I got to when I'm experiencing, you know, like anger in that stage, I got to play something that's like angry and mad. And, and maybe I don't feel that way, but in the moment I might have to like dance it out, cry it out angrily, but I eventually get to the point where I feel better, you know, and that's really it. Just moving to the point of like feeling better. That's really important to me. And I really want that to be important to all of you because when we think about grief some people just don't even want to tackle it because ill feelings, yuck, gross. <laughs> but at the same time, it's needed. Like you're human. We are human beings. Last time I checked, you know, AI is getting out of hand. But at the end of the day, we are all human. Okay. And those emotions are going to come up as much as you try to, you know, internalize and to hide them away. They're going to come up. They they just are. That's just human nature. And as much as we try to fight it, we can't. And there's nothing wrong. There's strength in growing through your emotions and being in being vulnerable, being transparent and crying. It's there's strength in that. So don't think that there's not, because I'm here to tell y'all, it's okay, y'all. It is okay to be angry. It is okay to be in denial. It is okay to be to be depressed. It is, it is okay to also, obviously, to accept the situation. But my thing is, what's the next step? Where are you going from there? You know, don't stay stuck. Don't stay down and out. And, and like, especially in a space of sorrow, because it's not good for you. It's not good for your energy. It's not good for your health, especially. You know, stress is one of those big, you know, um, silent killers that a lot of people, it just just die from and yeah there are other illness ailments that pop up but at the end of the day stress was the main catalyst that started all of it 
you know, so we have to find ways to begin the healing process. And I'm not saying that it's going to happen right away, but it will eventually. You just have to believe, you know, you got to believe. So thanks for my TED talk. <laughs> Again, I was saying all that just so I could queue up the next song. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to skip to the next stage of uh, anger. This is one of the songs that I would play. Again, I like to play songs that that kind of just exemplify what I'm feeling and really just brings words and a beat, a hot beat normally to it. Uh, so I can just fill it out. Sometimes I end up laughing after it, but you know, maybe in true Gemini fashion, I'm crazy like that. But, um, you know, Beyonce is one of my go-tos when it comes to like her getting, getting angry and, and her lemonade, uh, album. There was this one song, don't hurt yourself. (laughs) I'm sorry. There's some cuss words in there. If little kids are watching, listening, I know y'all already listen to bad music anyway, like explicit songs. So now I'm going to hear it. But anyway, maybe turn it down a little bit, but um, I'm going to try to get it to a part where she's not cussing too much. But anyway, this is Don't Hurt Yourself by Beyonce. Honestly, I think she went off on that song. I absolutely love that song. That's one of my favorites off of the album. So listen. And again, this is a great uh it's a great tactic in this case with grief. Like when life feeds you lemons, you make lemonade, you know? Make it sweet because you know sugar, even though sugar's terrible for you, but you know, whatever. You gotta you gotta get through sometimes. But anyway, um I think this is a song more so kind of like when I'm feeling that bargaining stage of grief, I I gotta put on my girl Sinead Harnett. And this song is If You Let Me, first of all, one of my favorite songs. Even when I'm not really growing through something or like wanting to get in my feelings or in my feelings about something, it's just a good song because the girl can sing. So <laughs> this one is If You Let Me by Sinead Harnett. Yeah, yeah, that one. Woo! (laughs) 
that one is definitely my uh state my bargaining stage grief of grief song because it's you know it's like if you let me let me do this let me love you let me love you the way you you want to be loved like I could do it um but sometimes again you just gotta let go and accept it that sometimes certain certain relationships whether it be platonic or romantic are just supposed to end and you know maybe they'll come back around maybe you'll come back around maybe y'all will find each other again in another time but um breakups aren't always bad you know sometimes it's an opportunity for a new beginning so there's that one um this other song I've really been playing a lot uh lately especially since uh a friend of mine uh, that I met and I got really close to, with in college, uh, passed away unexpectedly. And this was the one of the songs that came to my head. Uh, the next one I'm going to play um, is the one that I really played a lot because it was kind of like the trying to grow and accept it and um, keep moving forward. But this one is one of those big bangers. I think it was like on billboards a top 100 at number one for some time when it first came out a great song with great vocalists this is one sweet day by boys to men mariah carey listen this is a song for that ass (laughs) like even again even if you're not in that state of mind it's just a beautiful song and um it kind of goes into that like you know, saying, I'm sorry, I didn't talk to you enough. Maybe I didn't tell you enough, you know? So it, again, it goes through those stages of grief, but, um, at the end of it is acceptance is, is choosing to move forward. So, um, this one is one sweet day. I hope that it plays. Don't mess with me. This song better not hurt itself because I'm gonna be mad if it does. (laughs) All right, hold on. Hold on. Let me make sure it's coming up. No, it is not. But yeah, no, this one is a good one. Okay, here we go. Finally. Got it. song y'all what a song that one is my song um but this last one is definitely a great song uh it's by Janae Aiko it's Waze first of all I think she's one of those artists that I don't really I haven't gotten the pleasure to see her um in concert live yet some people say she can't sing but I think that's a lie she's such a vibe um, her pen is, is crucial. It's real. I love how she writes, um, and the people that she has writing with her and bringing these songs to fruition. It really is one of those songs that kind of just hit the needle right on the head. So this one is Waves by Janae Aiko.
But yeah, so that's my songs for this episode. Thank y'all again for just coming out. Not coming out, but coming on. (laughs) Pressing play. Sitting through it all. Through the little hiccups with the tech. And also the long freaking wait. Because it's been, I think, over three weeks. Almost a month, maybe, since my last episode. But... Um, or maybe it has been a month. I don't even know at this point. Uh, I'm having grace with myself through it all. Again, this is like my journal entry. No special guest this time. Next episode, I will have a special guest, but uh, I'm at I'm just Jocelyn on Instagram. If y'all have anything you want to talk about, especially around grief, you know, shoot me a message. Unfortunately, but fortunately, I guess in a way, I have experienced many different uh losses in my lifetime um you know and i'm sure there will be more but each time it's more manageable each time i get to that acceptance stage and that moving forward stage and that you know like the song says i got to keep going and we all have to keep going because uh i was listening to pastor td jakes on grief and loss and dealing with that pain and he said you know our loved ones, yes, they're gone, but at the end of the day, they're gone, but we're still here. We survive. So we have to survive and live on for them. Obviously, praise and celebrate the lives that they lived because they lived. And that's a blessing in and of itself. They lived. We're living. So let's live, y'all. Let's just freaking live. Love all of you, you know, sending great beautiful, positive energy towards you, whatever you're growing through right now, you'll get through it. You'll get through it. It's going to be challenging, but it's all going to be okay. You know, you might have to hide away for a bit, process for a bit. That's all okay. People who love you will understand that. Um, But don't be afraid to know and to reach out to others you know obviously make sure that they're in a space to hold but at the same time more than likely they're they're growing through the same things you are and sometimes it's just okay to have that quality time or just even just the air to listen or just to be in the presence of somebody and that just be it you don't have to say anything you don't have to do anything it's just understood that yes we're feeling but we're here for each other So I'm here for y'all. Hit me up on IG. Should be a DM or whatever if you need. Listen to some of these episodes. Um, Follow, subscribe, rate the podcast. That would be lovely. Um, And just keep going, y'all. All right. Until next time. Hopefully it'll be soon. (laughs) Later, y'all.